Hello and welcome to CISN Radio Podcast on Friday, prior to the Iowa Girls High School State Championships, which are tomorrow. But what a week it's been, Jordan. My name is Justin Forster, and I'm already saying Jordan alongside me, but it's exciting to be back. Um, firstly, Jordan, before we get going, we took some uh, we took some abuse from some people about our predictions. Uh, we were off on a few, but. <laughs> It was just one of those. Yeah, we we've, we we um, roughed a few feathers with some people, and we've, we've a bit of banter the last few days, um, being out of the fields, and uh, but that's what it's all about, you know. It gets created a little bit of excitement, and that's what we've had. It's exactly what it is. We need excitement, and and I think it just it gets people riled up and excited about the games coming up, and then they can just have a go at us now and again, but. You know, we're not always right, you know, at the end of the day. I mean, some of our predictions were way off. But what we want to talk about here is uh, the 1A state finals, the 2A and the 3A. But what we, we'll start with the 2A. And this is a matchup from last year's final between Des Moines Christian and Assumption Knights. Assumption beat Nevada in the semifinal yesterday. It was on a penalty shootout, I believe. Yep. Yep. And... Um, Des Moines Christian beat Underwood Eagles, and this was their first appearance at the state finals by two goals to zero. I covered that game, but let's do that. Let's start with Des Moines Christian. Having covered that game yesterday, uh, I was uh, one impressed with un Underwood Eagles, Eagles because I covered the game the day before, and I thought, well, they give them a few problems, but with the quality that was in the side for Des Moines Christian Lions was just overwhelming yeah it was it, it was a good game um i think um coach dan um had his girls set up really well yesterday i know he made a, um, a couple of tactical changes um second half that really helped them kick on um and and they're they're deservably in in the championship game the Moines christian um uh, for the 1a championship game and i tell you that this could this could be the year that a team finally ends assumptions run well, when you when you look at Des Moines Christian last season, you know, uh, Justin Halgens, I know by the final she was exhausted. She's, she was starting to incur an injury in a quadricep, and I know she's just recovered from an ACL injury, and she's back, which is, which is brilliant. And then there's Sammy Webster as well, who was out totally with an ACL injury. Yep. So she's been added again this season so and Dizzy Garcia and Garcia yeah. was a transfer which I mean you look at the strength of the side and you've got Jenna Roberts up front yep you know the quality all round when you look at it and, and some player player movements for example Sophia Hoffman was playing as a wing back on the right she's now playing in a back three and she's the left center half so when you look at it, it there's a different lineup as far as personnel and he started off in a 3-4-3 yesterday. Um, I, I tell you what, it was Sammy, Sammy Webster. I don't know if you saw her goal, but she took a really good prep touch and she smashed it from about 40 yards out over the goalkeeper's head. And then Izzy Garcia with a free kick, right-footed, into the top corner over the goalkeeper's head. Um, it, it was just... And then second half, like you said, they switched it to a three-box four. Mm -hmm three up front and it, it totally dominated the game although they did they were in the last 10 minutes put under a bit of pressure 
but just not enough to change yeah. the game. No, I mean, the mind Christian of, you know, just those two you mentioned, uh, Mizzy Garcia and Sammy Webster, they're, you know, they're both um, top players in the state. You know, they're, they're you know, potent- they've came from 3A, right? Like, Izzy Garcia was a 3A player, and, yeah, she, you yeah, know, she's dropping... Um, went transferred to Des Moines Christian and now playing at the one A level and and I'll tell you if if Assumption can win tomorrow then that's a huge result for them as well because this Des Moines Christian team are not an easy team to beat so it's going to be a great final and as you say it's going to be different from last year the Des Moines um, sorry Assumption can't really um base the game off of last year because there's two players on the Des Moines Christian team that weren't there last year that are a huge part of their success this year. And they ha- Des Moines Christian do have a style, the way they play. Um, a, a lot of the possession and build-up was down the left-hand side. Izzy Garcia was wide in a wing-back position. I do think the second-half uh, tactics that were applied by Dan Webster were more effective. Uh, and if he starts that way... Could be an impact yeah. against DCG. Yeah, get at them right away. Yeah, and Garcia, every time she got the ball, she, it was just, she'd check her shoulders. What's the defender coming to close it down? She'd just go, boop, drop the shoulder and yeah. glide in. Deliv- her deliveries from the left were phenomenal. She actually got player of the game. Mm-hmm. And and the deliveries were phenomenal. Just not, not enough bodies in the box. Jenna Roberts was really the only one. Yeah. You know, like Sammy Webster could probably go in there. And, mm-hmm. and one of the holding midfielders, as in Mums or Maguire, you know, m- Maguire's more just a sitting pivot player. I think Mums would be the one that could go. Yeah, uh, yeah. As he's got like she's a f- got a fantastic strike. She's got a good range, and I think if he can get her into positions where she can maybe come off the left and side on her right foot and shooting, or she's in that ten position where she can dribble at players, get a half yard and shoot. I watched her score one of the best goals I've ever saw a girl score last year for Johnston against Ankeny up in Ankeny. She kind of took it on the volley. And it was like, you know, she can, she's got a really good strike. So, you know, that's something Assumption's got to be, you know, um, careful about and make sure that when she does get on the ball, that someone's tight on her constantly, not letting her shoot from distance, not giving her a half yard. You know, someone's really got to man mark her tomorrow. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right there. But, you know, Izzy, Sammy, I mean, they, they find ways to separate themselves with their movements off yeah. the ball and create yeah. angles. And they've played with each other for many, many years since they were young kids. And so they know, you yeah. know... I remember coaching both of yeah, them when they yeah. were like 11, 12 years old, yeah, 13. Yeah, so no, that that's going to be a great final. It's a really good final for the 1A. Des Moines, Des Moines Christian are playing against Assumption Knights. Assumption Knights won it last year. And we look at their lineup. There's not a wealth of goals spread out. But when you look at this, Jay Jackson, the senior, I remember her from last year. Absolutely clinical. I mean, she was so smooth on the ball, very technical. I mean, every time she got the ball, something would happen. And she's scored uh, 27 goals so far this season. I mean, Jordan, what are your thoughts on her? Because I remember last year, I mean, you give... Jay Jackson a yard of space and she's taking shots from outside the box and her combination play and build up is she's always looking she'll pass and look for the uh, the return ball all the time mm-hmm. yeah no again another another um, very good player um, playing in the 1A and you know I remember I know Jade more from the club side of the things rather than high school but um, I know she's she's a game winner she um, she can she can put um 
put defenders on their heels and get at them. And again, it's something that Des Moines Christian, you know, looking at matchups, like they're going to have to find someone who matches up well against Jade, you know. Um, maybe if it's if they have to change left and right backs just to get a better matchup, um, that's something that, you know, Coach Dan, I'm sure I'll be looking at in his pre-match um, kind of um, analysis. And um, P- Piper Seaberg as well back there, um, she she's another name that jumps out at me that, you know, I've, I, I used to coach Piper when she was younger. Um, and again, she's another one that, um, along with Dawson Dorsey, that, um, you know, they're th- those two are, are are top players as Do- well. Dawson Dorsey, the goalkeeper, right? Yeah, Dawson yeah. Dorsey. You know, like they, those those girls are. You know, another reason probably why Assumption have been so successful rec- um, in recent years and this season. Well, there's a lot of experience within the organisation. I mean, they always at state. They make the finals. <laughs> They've won it numerous times, and we could go all the way back through through the history of of the of the school. Yeah, you know, it's a it, Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, but going back to Jade quickly, and this is what I noticed about her. I remember this from last year. If she played in the nine, she'll drop into the midfield as a false nine. It, will, it, it confused the opposition a lot because it, she'll draw center backs out of position, mm-hmm. allowing space in behind to be exposed and the counter movements. Yeah. And, and, and another player, you know, for assumption um, is, is Grayson Ruggles as well. Yes, you know, correct. Yeah. Gra- Grayson's a terrific little player. She carries the ball well. She works really hard out of possession as well. And, you know, she, she's got 14 goals for the season um, as well as, as Drew Dorsey as well. I'm, I'm sure it's a younger sister of Dawson. Um, so, you know, they, they've got players. They, they've got three or four, maybe even five players that are, you know, very good. That will be a, a difficult game. Um, for Des Moines Christian, but you know, it's as I say, it's going to be a, a really exciting game, um, and it's we'll see what happens. But I think it could be, you know, maybe the end of the. the we'll run save the for predictions for the end. Yeah, we'll why don't we the, do that? We got some thinking to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, we do. Maybe, maybe you can convince. <laughs> maybe someone can convince me between now and the end of the show. Yeah, I know. Well, they could start sending text messages now with their yeah. predictions. As yeah, good job. We're not doing it live. I know, right? Otherwise, we'll be under <laughs> immense pressure. Well, there you have it for the 1A um, finals for tomorrow. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk about the 2A matchups for tomorrow. The Central Iowa Sports Network is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML, providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV for even more local sports content. CISN TV, the home for live local sports. Hello, welcome back. We're going to talk about the... 2A finals tomorrow, and uh, obviously um, we've got. Well, let me do this first. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to the coach um, for Waverly Shellrock, and then the player of the game. And I think uh, you'll you'll get your predictions. Obviously, you know who won, but I'm gonna throw it over to the head coach for now. Coach, winning coach, yeah, champagne on ice for uh, Waverly Shellrock, but one game to go. Coach, thoughts on the game? You must be a very, very happy man. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I knew Norwalk was going to, they're a great team and uh, senior led over there and um, had some really good players. So I knew that we were up for a challenge and uh, luckily our defense, we, we got one in the first half and then our defense really stepped up in the second half. So, Goal out of nothing, Macy Smith bending the ball into the far post. 
something she's done quite often through her youth career. Yeah, she's she she can find the net, so and she's pretty dangerous. But um, yeah, it was a great it was a great corner kick there, and luckily we found the net. And then um, you know Norwalk brought it. We knew we were going to have to hang on. I wish we had a little more opportunities in the second half, but uh, we were lucky that our defense stepped up and played well. The onslaught from Norwalk Warriors, pressing you deep, deep inside your half. You had numbers around the ball. I thought you guys did a great job, and the fight was on that last. Goldmarth, Millie, and Beckstrom over the bar. Your heart must have been popping out your mouth. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So that last uh, 25 minutes, you could say that, that second half, and um, you know, just uh, trying to do the best we can and trying to give those girls a little bit of break, but um, they, they just play their hearts out left on the field, and that's all we always said, just, just go out there and leave on the field and have no regrets. So. Well, congratulations, Coach. You've done the job. You're in the finals. Day's rest. All the best for Saturday. I'm not even going to ask for predictions, but enjoy the moment. Thank you very much. We're playing the champion tomorrow, so it'll be fun. Thank you very much, Coach. Thank you. And that was the head coach for uh, Waverly Shellrock. And the player of the game was Lindsay Overman, a very familiar person around the area and club soccer as well. We're going to throw it to her. Alongside me, Lindsay Overman. Fantastic um, achievement. You're in the finals. Uh, champagne on ice, as we say, but it's something that uh, you've always wanted to do. Player of the game, how do you feel about that? I just, it just feels good because like all the work I put into that game, it was just mostly kind of a defensive game after we scored that goal. So, I mean, it just feels good after like working so hard during that game. Tell, about, tell us about the moment when there was a goal mask scramble and I believe it was Beckstrom where it deflected off a head <laughs> over the bar. Just run us through that moment. I just, I don't know, I was just freaking out. I was like, ah, get the ball out, get it. And then everybody just kept pinging around. All of a sudden, Linnea heads it out. And I'm like, thank God it didn't go in. That's all that's going through my head. And I think that was one of the moments that one kept you in the game and won the game. Yeah. Lindsay, all the best on Saturday. We'll see you there. It's all or nothing now, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's time. We've all wanted to get this place, and no one really thought we would make it this far, so it's, it's just great for us to show everyone that we were able to do it, and I'm just really excited. Congratulations and good luck on Saturday. Thank you. And that was Lindsay Overman, um, familiar name. You've worked with her? Yeah, yeah, I've coached Lindsay now um, for three or four years now, and, and she's... Um, I'm really happy um, and, and proud of her for her performance yesterday. Um, she she had a real task on her hand um, playing against Jojo Bice, um, you know, and and that was a really good match up last night. Um, and you know, Jojo is a very difficult player to keep quiet, and and I thought that that was a big part of Waverley Shellrock's win yesterday. They were very good defensively. Um, and, and Lindsay um, done a, a great job along with her centre-back partner as well. They'd both of them done a really, really good job. Yeah, I was, I was you know, when you look at player of the game, um, it always goes to the person that scored the goal, or the winning goal, or something like that. I, I like to look at it as who's been effective on the field throughout the 80 minutes. And, you know, I could have given it to Ali Seegers as well. She was the left centre-back, also outstanding, you know between the two of them. But I thought Overman was, she, she just did the right things. Um, when, when it was time to clear the ball, she made some outstanding tackles. Um, 
she was just very, very composed, you know, and she was playing with confidence as well. I mean, there were t there were stages in the game. I I mean, what what um, Norwalk Warriors, and that was our prediction. That's what I took. We took some banter about it as well because we predicted they would win the game. Yeah, you know, so yeah. they what Shalrock did is they just they got the goal they needed. Um, Stromberg, when she was posted up front, did t she did a great job of just holding the ball up. Held the ball up, and then what? In the second half, they were just playing it in space. So really, it was just Stromberg and Macy Smith, who they worked their tails off, and all they did was just as, as long as possible, just keep the ball in the opponent's final third, and the rest of the team, uh, led by Morgan Ike, was just they just sat back, made it as compact as possible, cut out the passing lanes, and Norwalk didn't try and draw any players out. They no. just got it and went boom, launched yeah, it the, in. The, um, it, it was actually um, really good coaching um, from Waverly Shellrock. They, they've they've identified going into that game, you know, Norwalk's strengths um, and, and key players that, you know, they rely on. And what they've done is they've got it right. They've sat in a little bit lower and deeper. They've, they've come back to space. Um, and, and that's difficult, you know, when you're relying on people like Jojo Bice to, who likes to run and dribble with space and you take that space away, then they, that, they've done their job there, the Waverly Shellrock. They've done their homework on Norwalk and, and I believe they played each other kind of later in the regular season. So maybe that, you know, they've went back to that game film and saying, okay, where could we have changed things? What could we do better? You know, where did they get at us? And and I thought it was a really good bit of coaching from Waverly Shellrock's uh, staff yesterday. Um, and yeah, as you say, for for Norwalk, I just didn't think they'd done enough in the attacking half to 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 adapt or change or find ways yeah, to agree with to counteract Waverly Shellrock. I, I would agree with you on that. And, and going back, I covered the game through Mediacom Twenty Two um, previously, and, and both teams had come off. Like, for example, Waverley had come off back-to-back -back games, a 30-minute break, and then they played mm -hmm. Norwalk. Norwalk had a, an extra break. It was on turf. Players are tired. It was steaming hot that night. I, I remember it. Um, Egana pulled off an unbelievable save with about five seconds to go off Jojo Bias, where she just tipped the ball over the bar. I mean, we all thought it was in the top corner. Uh, Egana's an outstanding goalkeeper, by yeah. the way. She's, she's up there. Um, but there were chances. This is where I think Norwalk had the chances, but they, they weren't clinical enough in front of goal. They weren't either striking the ball hard enough. I mean, they, it just, was, just wasn't going their way. But I tell you, one player I was impressed with, she came off the bench. Her name's Addison Birch. Yep. Birchie. Yep, I, Birchie I, uh, I'm actually glad in a way that she stayed on the field. Um, they didn't get enough from the width. Mm -hmm. They were closed down wide. Uh, they weren't getting in behind through the wide areas. And again, like you said, Waverley uh, absolutely did their homework. And, you know, when you look at it was Kenzie Rowling and Siri Art, they were all part of the squad before. And, and I mean, they were an attacking team. What's well, changed now? They're not with the team. So credit to Coach Scott because he, he's looked at the squad now and he's got we have to play this way. But... Mm -hmm. It's working. It, they're winning. They're in the finals. Yeah, for sure. They're in the finals against DCG, the Mustangs. Yep. Yeah. Um, a matchup from last year. I remember that because I covered that game and Waverly won 4-1. Mm -hmm. You know, so it could be different as far as how this game is going to go. And, yeah. and 
you know, you know some of those players for DCG as well, and they've got some quality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right away, like, my, my first kind of thought is, you know, yesterday, Waverly Sherrocks played against Norwalk with a player like Jojo Bice. It's almost going to be similar. You know, they're playing DCG with a player like Avery Cushing, you know. she She's quick. She's, she's good up top. She can score goals. So, again... If they can almost do it's it's almost a similar setup against um, DCG. You know they're gonna have to take away space. They can't give caution a second. You know and and Overman um, is is gonna be in another battle for you know the whole game tomorrow as well against Corsing. That's gonna be a really good matchup between um, Waverly Shellrock centre backs and Corsing. Well, when I look at this matchup from last year, the game last year, DCG went in with a they played a 3-5-2 with two holding midfielders, which I was a little bit skeptical about, especially with what, the <laughs> with what Waverley had going forward. Um, Waverley now playing more in a 4-2-3-1 at times or switch it to a 4-4-2. The shape always changes. This time round, DCG should play that shape, I think. Yeah. Going forward. It's more of an attacking shape. Um, this is where they could possibly take advantage of... Uh, Waverley in, in the wide areas in a 3-5-2. Um, when you're looking at the, <coughs> the two in the holding, the two holding midfielders, um, I believe it was... Um, Ella Forsyth plays in there, right? Yes, that's right. Yep. I hear Ella Forsyth plays in there. You've got Hannah Renz. She's... Um, hang on one sec. It's Ella Forsyth. Uh, oh, yeah. Ele uh, Elena Bartek. So she's back. She's got seven, uh, 17. No, it's Kylie. Kylie yeah, Knife. Kylie, Kylie Knife, Kylie Knife yeah, as well. 17 yeah. goals. I mean, you look at that. I mean, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's it's going to be it's going to be a battle in midfield. Um, can they nullify Corsing? Um, th th those are the things going into the game that if they can try to stop that, I don't think many teams have been successful this season trying to stop that. Um, but I think if there's one team that can do that, um, it, it's Waverley Shellrock. And, you know, the emotions of a, of a final, yep. you know, anything can happen. Yep. Anything can happen. And it's, you know, although there has been a day's rest this week in between each game, it is still physically and mentally draining, you know. So they've, you've, yep. again, you've got to pick yourself up one last time, you know. Use your adrenaline to get through the game, um, and and as I say, it's it's another good matchup for the championship. It's a massive game. stage for these girls, isn't it? It really yeah, is. It's like huge. Yeah. just just looking at like I've, I've been out there um, and and watched mostly the three A games this weekend. Uh, sorry, this week, um, and and caught the end of some of the two A games and. It's been like, it's just a cool environment. There's loads of people around. Um, and, and I think we mentioned that, you know, in, in the, in the yeah, preview last week. We last yeah. week. Um, and it, it's just really cool to play. And I like, I, I, like, I would love to be able to play, uh, being able to play. I didn't have that in, in high school. Like, you know, my, my high school football soccer experience was <laughs> nowhere near any of this. <laughs> you don't want to know uh, mine no, growing so up in Malawi. Yeah, <laughs> I can only imagine. So, like, the the stage the stage it's set for these um, young athletes is, is incredible. Yeah, we wish for those uh, environments. But it's, it's great to be a part of it now. Yeah. It's fantastic. But I'm going to save my prediction till the end. Yeah, I, I yeah have me it, too. I, me have too. It, I have it at the back of my mind. Um, so, let's move on to the 3A. What a game yesterday that was. Well, I covered the Centennial Valley Tigers game. Um what a game. I, I had no predictions on the day for that. I thought 
I, th- I think we went for Valley, didn't we? Yeah, we, yeah. we, we I think both of us kind of predicted Valley to, to win the whole thing. So we got that one wrong. Um, and, I, and I was well informed about that yesterday. I'm um, sure you were. From some of I'm my... Sure. Uh, from probably my Iowa Rush players. I went into <laughs> hiding. I didn't even go down and say congrats. You know, I sent text messages and I uh, yeah. haven't had a response yet. So um, <laughs> I think I'm in for a beating later on. But <laughs> Yeah, so, but no, it was, I, I was going back and forth between the Ankeny and Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln and, and the Centennial and Valley game. Um, but as the, the game got into the later stages, um, I think everybody's attention was was getting brought to the Valley and Centennial game. I thought it was a terrific game. I um I covered the the game earlier in the season, the the regular season game, and it was a really really good game. Um, again, yeah, it was Anna that. Van yeah. Wingarden yeah. scored, uh, got a good crossover, um, and and Valley won one zero. And again, there was just a lot of good one v one matchups all over the pitch, and and one matchup. I was, I was just going to come to that, but you yeah. can, you can finish there, Jordan. Go ahead. And one matchup that I just want to highlight, and and I'd, I think it was maybe because I was just where I was sitting, yeah. um, yeah. on the sideline was Mallory Goldstein against McKenna Hilton. That was a really good battle for the whole eighty minutes. The that overtime. was the same again yesterday as well. And it was no, I'm meaning yesterday. Like yesterday was. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. that battle between Mallory Goldstein and and did you McKenna notice the Hilton other matchup as well? Did go you ahead. see the other change that Chapman made, which I thought, and then Chris Allen made another change as well with the matchup, which I thought was they there were three cha- those two changes were absolutely spot on. So. Every porter in the first 20 minutes, she got by. Boom, down the line, she was delivering, and, and Centennial came close. He made a change. He put Lit. Elon Lit, yeah. Elon Lit at left back because she's quick. Yeah. So she was in the three to match up. And I tell you what, I was impressed with Lit. She did a great job. Yeah. And, and try to nullify every porter. Every porter can't be deceptive, but when that ball's in behind, if she's got space and she just knocks the ball in behind, nothing spectacular, but she's gone. Yeah. You know, and then um, the other one was Isabella Sash, left back at three. She came in at the three midway through the second half. Yeah. Didn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, I uh, did see Izzy playing uh, back there as well. Uh, that was, and that I feel those were matchups, which um, when I look at it, it was great, great effort from the coaches. I thought that was well done, to be honest with you. But I, I want to go back to Anastasia Spain. She, on the 80th minute with five seconds to go, and Ava Martin broke through. I, th- I believe, I can't remember who played the ball in. Ava Martin was in and she flicked the ball a, as it came and she kind of flicked the ball. I think Lydia Anderson was beaten and Anastasia Spain, the commitment, determination came in and blocked it and it went out for a corner and that was it, final whistle. Yeah. The, she, she had a moment like that in the, in the quarterfinal, but that little piece, it, it just, it'll stick with me because that just, we always talk about goals, the goal in five seconds to go, but that's, that save was unbelievable. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I think like just to, go off that point like you know everybody always talks about the attacking players one thing that I've noticed in the 3A this season is Ankeny High School two really good centre backs Valley two really good centre backs Centennial two really good centre backs 
there, there's some terrific. If you're a college coach looking for a centre back, Co- was it Co- uh, Kovacs and Belasinitis? Yeah. Oh, like there, there's, yeah. there's a, and I'll tell you what, and uh, and we, being here in Des Moines, we don't get to see Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln, but their two centre backs as well are good. And that's what I'm saying. Those four teams that were playing yesterday, there's a reason those four teams are in the semi-final, because every one of their centre backs are very good players. Abraham Lincoln. How much do you know about them? They, they well, Council Bluff. Sorry, Council Bluffs. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, they've been in the finals before, um, you know. So they've 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 had this experience. Yeah. No, I mean they they're they're the team that's never gone away this year. You know, I think um, a lot of it, um, Centennial have played them earlier. Centennial this did play them earlier. They right? lost one zero. It was very early in the season. Um, it was during. They the lost to Northwest West early in the season. Is that am no. I correct in saying in the quarterfinals? They, remember they beat North uh, Walkie Northwest. Um, they, didn't they lose to them earlier in the season? Against uh, Northwest Wolverines, I, I, I believe I think so. I think they did, yeah, yeah. and they'd lo- they'd lost to Valley earlier in the season, yep. and they've lost to Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. So, <laughs> are we on a hat trick here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But carry on. Sorry, Jordan. But I yeah, just off track there, man. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln. They're, they're a team that um, they they've hung in on the rankings and they've done well, um, and. Yesterday, I, I finally got a really good opportunity to to watch them. That's um, right, you were at that match. And I, I was going between, I was going between the both semi-finals and the three A. Um, we were kind of, you know, five ten minutes at one field, ten fifteen at another. And um, so from from what I saw over Ankeny and Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln, I thought Ankeny dominated the game. They were the better team. Um, but Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln did impress me. I, I thought um, defensively they were they had a couple of good centre backs, outside backs. Talking and about goalkeeper. that, what do you think they would have to do to keep Centennial at bay? They're they're de- they're gonna um, they're gonna have to make sure that um, on the their outside backs are gonna are gonna have to be ready um, because Centennial with um, Porter on one side and Hilton, and on, and Hilton the side. on the other side like those two and could Katie Compton was and, and Katie Compton well, if yeah. if Katie can go tomorrow and I hope she can go tomorrow um, I know she's been kind of struggling um, with a with a with a, a small injury or. Um, and I think she's gave you've worked it. With, you've worked with Katie before. Yeah, I, I co- coach Katie. We, we both coach Katie. And, the uh, oh, there's no shadow of a doubt that <laughs> Katie will be wanting to play yeah. tomorrow. Um, so you know, their Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln are going to have to be ready on the outside. Um, um, but but on the other side, going to number seventeen, Hannah Shimmer. What a goal she scored yesterday! Um, really good goal. Came in off the inside of the bar or the bottom of the bar into the goal. Um, good strike. And what you know are her sh- tendencies is, is she more post up? Is she quick? No, she she actually plays um on the outside. She, she okay. yeah, yeah she she plays as um she's either the seven and eleven okay um yeah. on 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 the wide um areas and but she likes to they do have a post striker they have a striker who posts up there and she's a handful. She's a right handful for centre back. Just likes it at her feet. Yeah, so yeah. that's going to be a good battle for Balshiras and Kovacs. Um, but what Shimmer does well is cuts in behind her. You know, she the 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 centre forward is going to come and and post up and get the ball. But Shimmer's going to make those runs behind. She's going to make those runs um, around the outside, and she's got forty-one goals this season. So, so do you think uh, Ella Becker 
is probably good. And she did well yesterday with this. Is possibly sit and screen. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be one thing for Chris Allen to maybe look at is 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 making sure that Becker's not allowing that ball to go into feet into the striker's feet and either Balshiras and I would probably go with maybe Balshiras going tight with the centre back and having Kovacs sitting back, S- sitting back, yeah, just to prevent the space of Shimmer getting in on the second run. Because I think Kovacs is a little Good bit point. quicker than Balshiras, but Balshiras yeah. is a little bit more aggressive than than Kovacs at times. Kovacs is aggressive and fast. So, so what if what if she switches and it's uh, on Kovacs' side? I mean, then you, 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 I wouldn't go man on man though. Yeah, and yeah. and they're just gonna Kovacs and Balshiras are just gonna have to you know communicate with each other and pick yeah. their moment. Who's stepping with the striker and who's covering second runs? And uh, the outside backs have got to really just make sure they tucked in yeah Avery Lewis on, on the, the left right. and Ellie Street on the right those two are going to have to make sure that they're not getting caught um, you know their distances are going to have to be, be yeah. good Ella tomorrow Street played well I thought she played well yesterday. yeah I think she her being on her natural right side she's played a lot on the left side this season you know Ella Hudacek's went down with an injury yes um, yep. so they she was the right back so they've moved um, L Street over to the right yes and right. brought in um, Avery Lewis who's naturally left footed and she's had a terrific um, run at it since coming in and done a great job there this I mean based on how the players are feeling I would be interested to see if based on what you're telling me about Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln if Isabella Sash will start at left back yeah I I, I, I can't see that I think Chris will Alan, I'll put her back to what is a forward, um, just because they're going to need that yeah. there. I think in yesterday's game there was maybe just a need for it. She held the ball up, yeah. and then you had Porter and McKenna stretching the line yeah. behind. Yeah. I think like what the game was presenting yesterday was maybe you know Sash going into that role was just maybe needed in that moment. I think I would predict that Sash will go back to um, her natural position, and he'll go with Lewis and. Um, and street as the as the fullbacks, but again, I thought um, in yesterday's Valley Centennial game, like there was a really good battle in the middle between Pennington, Galloway, Becker, um, Rachel Hansen. Well, that's what I, I said. In good the, in there, yeah, good I, battles I, I, in there. I said that yesterday that this game, if it's going to be one, it's going to be one in the midfield. Yeah, and, and it was evenly matched, to be honest with you, and it went to penalty shootouts. Yeah, no, for sure. Be, before we go to our predictions, because I know we're running out of time here, we could go on all day here, Jordan. I know. Uh, you know, <laughs> talking about analysing in high schools and so forth, but we, we can go back to the penalties. Um, I was very surprised. I know it's a, a precious situation, but I was very surprised at the quality of the penalties yesterday until McKenna Hilton just she took a run up from the edge of the penalty box and smashed it as hard as she could into her side the left hand side the keepers keepers right so Lydia Anderson's right hand side and I think that set the tone yeah yeah the the first I mean the first four penalties were all misses you the run-ups two, were two, two yards from, away. I mean, two from each side, so and it was straight like, on. Yeah, I mean, it, the 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 standard the penalties wasn't the greatest in the first uh, two rounds, um, and as you say, it's like there was a. I don't know if it was something to do with just nerves or or that's the way those individuals take the penalty kicks, but um, it wasn't great, and I was like, oh, like this is, and but then as you say, Hilton stepped up, um, smashed it right in the corner, great, but. 
I think we're going to talk about her here in a second, and I th- she's been all over social media um, in you the talk, last 24 hours. You're but talking about Kate Bergen? Yeah, Kate Bergen. We gave a player of the game because yeah, she did like, pull off some good saves as well during the match. Her, her ability to anticipate and judge um, penalty kicks is, is incredible. So you've worked with her before, right? Yeah, yeah I used to coach um, Kate when she, you know, she was with us. Um, and, you know, she's... She, as I say, she's just really good at, at penalty kicks. Even in the game to get to state, the sub-state final against Johnston, like she was the reason they're at state because she saved three penalties that day as well, you know. And then she's went and saved another three penalties. And one of the 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 second save that she had that was quality. I when that. she dived, outstretched hand, and tipped it around the post, there was a parent sitting next to me. And she was like, oh, my God, I've never saw a goalkeeper do that before. <laughs> and it was just the way she was like, she was mesmerized by the athleticism of Kate yeah. to save the way she saved it. And and it was funny just to, to hear the, the, the parents' reaction. Um, and no, I mean, incredible um, bit of goalkeeping from Kate Bergen. She, and, and she's not... Not that tall. Is she's she? not the tallest. No, she she isn't but the tallest. Agile, but very she's very agile and she's she's springy. She yeah. can she can get there really quick. It, it, the save that one save and then the one where she took dove to her left as well and just caught it between her legs. You know, but yeah. again, I think the best one. I believe it might have been. I'm not sure if it was Olsen that stepped up and and tried to. Uh, put it in, put it to Bergen's right hand side. That save that she made round the post. Yeah. I mean that, yeah, that was unbelievable. It was a decent penalty, but it was, it was a height where it could have been saved, and it yeah. wasn't low. But credit to Bergen, like you said, um, her name is known now. She's all over. Yeah, social and, media and credit and to Kate because you know sh- she's still on her search as well, and and so she's put herself in, in, I'm sure, in the shot window after that performance yesterday, um, in terms of you know college coaches watching because yeah. there was plenty of them there yesterday and and you know it's uh, gone talking about the the game tomorrow for the 3a final like it's going to be another good game i i don't think a lot of people uh, we certainly never predicted council buffs abraham lincoln to be there did i think centennial were capable of getting there yes they have it in them i, mean, I do think they have it in them team. and i think they've definitely got it in them to to win the whole they've got thing but they they need to make sure they can't um, yeah, um, leave. At, at the end of the day, Jordan, it's you you play the season. It doesn't matter if you lost to that one before and this one, or you beat no. them. It's what counts now. This game's completely different. It's completely different. Once you get to that state championship final down at County, live on the television, there's loads of people watching. You know, I'm sure there's going to be like the whole of Council Bluffs is probably going to be there tomorrow. Um, you know, there's going to be a ton of people from Ankeny there, um, and and the cool thing is, is everybody comes out and watches. Like I'm, I'm looking around yesterday. There was a lot of teams and players who unfortunately got knocked out in the quarterfinals. Were there watching the semi-finals yesterday? And it'll be the same again. There's a lot of college coaches out there, a um, lot of club coaches out there. Just it's you know, it's going to be a cool environment again. Well, I know. I'm looking forward to it because uh, I'm working color with uh, bj shaven on uh, public iowa public tv yeah so, uh, i'm looking forward to that as well and i've been doing it a few years it's it's yeah it's awesome I, every year it gets better you know so let's do this we predicted the champions league last year and you and me just ducked into a hole after that because yeah. i thought liverpool were going to win yeah that, we, we got we got that wrong yeah as well. we got that wrong so we got quite a few wrong let's go for it now 
1A, Des Moines Christian Lions against Assumption Knights. What do you think? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the the local team and and go with Des Moines Christian. Um, I would I would like to see Des Moines Christian do it. Okay. I think it j- it's one of those situations like they have more. I think they have more quality. Yeah, but uh, Assumption's got a lot of quality as well, and it's going to be a tough game. But I think like when a team's won so many state championships year after year back to back, like it's almost like you know you've got that big target, and and somebody you know everybody wants you to lose almost, <laughs> you know, because you've you've been winning so much. But um, I, I think from a from a soccer standpoint, um, I'm going to go for. Um, uh, sorry, um, Des Moines Christian. I'm with you on that one as well. I just yeah. think they ha- have a little more quality um, going forward. And if they get it right and they're clinical in front of goal, yeah. I, I think they'll win it. Um, and then um, Waverly versus DCG. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're Central Iowa Sports Network, so we want to keep supporting our, our local teams, right? But I'm going to have to go with Waverly on this one. Waverly, are you uh, doing that because you took a bit from some of your players? Maybe there? I think yeah. Some of them gave me some of those Waverly girls gave me a hard time as well. Um, but I think um, I think they've got a good thing going. Yesterday, watching them out of possession, um, I thought they were really well organised and really disciplined, and it was a r- good mature performance from them. Um, so I, I I think that that could be a big factor for them tomorrow. I'm going to go with Waverley as well. And here, the same thing um, after watching them yesterday against, you know, we predicted Norwalk Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday um, just with the additional quality they had. But just the way Waverley played, um, the determination, the leadership of the, you know, Morgan Ike, um, Stromberg and Macy Smith, just it pulled them through and they got the team going. Yeah. Then you look at, how the back the back line is set up and the two center backs with Seegers and Overman, mm-hmm. but all the way through the squad into the midfield, I th- I thought Linnea Beckstrom did well yeah. yesterday as well. She was yeah, quality. And if they play the way they did mm-hmm. y- yesterday, tomorrow, I think they'll win it. Yeah, they yeah, will definitely because I think in the in the transitions with with Smith and Strongberg, um, they could catch um, Dallas Center Grimes out. But again, it it's going to be a tight game. I, I don't think there's there's be a lot of goals yeah. either. One goal in it. You I think, think. I think all finals tomorrow, all three finals tomorrow are going to be close games, close one, like one zeros, two ones. Okay. You know, one th- goal I th- games. I think so. T- uh, I'm going to go. I think Des Moines Christian will. I'm going three one. Yeah. Des Moines Christian. Yeah, I, I don't. I think it'll be a. That's close my game. prediction there. I think both teams will score. I think Assumption will score. I think Dallas Centre. Um, sorry, Des Moines Christian will score. Um, just one more than Assumption. Okay, what's your score for Waverley DCG? I'm going to go... I know I'm going to take some abuse for this as well, because I... <laughs> I'm going to go a 3-2 Waverley. You're going 3-2? Yeah, okay. I think there could be goals in that game. I'm going 2-1 Waverley. Centennial... Council Bluffs, Lincoln. Now, if you go for CB Lincoln, you're done, man. Yeah, I'm going to get beat up if yeah, I see yeah, Council Bluffs. You, you won't um, even be allowed back in Ankeny, my yeah. friend. So, um, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm uh, obviously, um, <laughs> you know, obviously I'm going to be uh, it's a, a complete biased um, prediction. But at the same time, looking at it from a soccer standpoint, um, 
there's a lot of momentum here going for Centennial. The Centennial seniors are actually going to miss graduation um, to play in this game, which is unfortunate for them in terms of missing their graduation ceremony. But uh, what's more important? I, well, that's what I was. I'm just joking. <laughs> I was chatting with some of them yesterday, and I don't think they really care about their graduation no, ceremony. This um, is the, this is it for them. Yeah, know? and this and this is it. So you know, they those seniors, I'm sure they'll they'll do their graduation ceremony um, in a smaller, private setting. A two and later. one on one day, right? Yeah. So um, I think just the way the schedule and the times have mixed um, of. Came together. It's unfortunate they'll miss their graduation ceremony. So I think that might be an extra little incentive that hey, we got to you know we've got to make sure we win here. Um, but no, I think Centennial will just have a little bit more um, than Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln. Um, What's your prediction on score? I, I'm I'm going to go a, a two a two zero two zero. Yeah, you I, don't think it's gonna? Do, do you think? I, I know it says each game might be a one goal game, but now that I've just been thinking about it more in the last sixty you to don't ninety think, seconds, uh, Council Bluffs will score one. I don't think so. Watching them yesterday, um, um, I, I think Balshiras and Kovacs um, with Becker sitting in front and Lewis and Street with Kate and goal. If that's a team, but I'm sure that that will be the. I'm sure Kate will be in goal. Um, no doubt. I, I think they could. Um, now I'm second guessing myself. Don't second guess. Yeah. You've said two. No, I'm going to go two zero. I'm going to go two zero. Final answer, Jordan. You said two zero. It's two zero. Survey says final answer. Within eighty minutes. Within eighty minutes. Within the eighty minutes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go. Within eighty minutes. I mean, they they didn't give up a. A lot of goals. No, nope, but but after then. you said that, yeah, I'm going two zero as well. Two zero. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big sheep here. Eh? You're just following me. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I gave DCG one there as well. Yeah, two one. So we've got our prediction. I'm sure. I'm sure Coach Allen will want it done in the 80 minutes as I'm, well after sure, the hypes of yesterday. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he will. Uh, no, but it, I will. I will say. You know. I know. I am. You know. Part of me is being biased, but I will say that um, Council Broth Abraham Lincoln. They, you got to be careful. You still got to be careful because they they could punish you. They could pun- and they will punish you if you let them. Because as Ankeny have um, found out yesterday, you know they they had a lot of the ball in this one moment. You know the girl in had transition counter attack. Tra- yeah, yeah, in transition, a good strike, and that was the difference in the game. So how far out was the strike? Um, so I was kind of like watching it from like field nine. Just yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You know because yeah. the there was a little break in the centennial game at that yep. point so we were just kind of like watching it from a distance so it was difficult to see so you must have had a good view with the with the tree line and the concession yeah stand there was a lot of trees and yeah. fence and and bodies <laughs> yeah. and, and stuff <laughs> but I, d- I did find a little window to where i saw it i just saw it hit the bar yeah the crossbar and down and into the goal so um yeah unfortunately for for coach simon and his girls they were devastated and distraught but you know, it's tough. You know, it's a tough one to take, and and it's moments that win and lose you the game. So as I say, you, Centennial have got to be careful that they don't, they just don't give Shimmer that moment like she did yesterday. And that's all it is: margins and moments. Yes, that's what it's all about. Sure. Well, Jordan, thank you very much for joining me again today. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Um, hopefully, I'll see you there. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing everybody there as we yeah get out and watch on the it. production and that, but. It's great. Looking forward to it. Excitement. It's going to be great weather. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. To all the viewers, uh, please don't come and uh, punish Jordan and myself for the predictions uh, tomorrow. Yeah, be- best of luck. And there's six, six good teams competing for first championships tomorrow.
Yep. Well, thank you very much for listening. This is Justin and Jordan with the CISN Radio Podcast Show. Thanks for listening to CISN Radio, your home for local sports in central Iowa. Be sure to check out our YouTube page at CISN TV to catch live local sports streaming for free. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing on the Central Iowa Sports Network. Thanks again for tuning in to CISN Radio.